Hello, and welcome to the Decipher podcast. This podcast is hosted by William & Mary staff members who are committed to student success. Join experts from around campus as they discuss ways to decipher common college experiences. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Decipher podcast. Today, Lauren and I are joined by some of our colleagues in the Career Center on campus. So we've got Renard Miles and Kelly O'Shaughnessy. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Sure. Thank you, Shelly and Lauren. It's a pleasure to be here this afternoon. Um, so my name is Renard Miles, and I serve as the Executive Director of the Office of Career Development and Professional Engagement. And so within my role, I serve as the Chief Career Officer and Associate Vice President's Deputy and oversee the overall coordination and long-term planning and evaluation of the Office of Career Development and Professional Engagement. And so within my role, I oversee six of our professional staff teams. And so those teams are our Affinity Career Development, our Business Careers, our Creative Careers, our Public Service Careers, Employer Development and Engagement, and also our STEM Careers. And so looking forward to uh, talking more this afternoon. Hi everyone, I'm Kelly O'Shaughnessy and I am the Director of Career Readiness Pathways and also an alum from the class of 2005. Um, I've been in the office for about almost 10 years now and it's evolved quite a bit over the time, but um, I currently oversee all of our programming and resources and strategy that have to do with career exploration, decision-making, career readiness, and professional development. For those of you who are incoming all the way through as alumni as well, because we also have an alumni career development and professional engagement team. Awesome. Thank you all so much for spending time with us today. Um, you know, one of the things that that Lauren and I like Lauren and I like to do through the podcast is introduce incoming students and families to different offices on campus and how um, those offices can best serve uh, students during their time with us. So um, what should incoming students and families know about the Career Center, besides the fact that I know that's not the right name of the office anymore? <laughs> well, most students will refer to us as the Cohen Career Center, since that is still the name of the building. And you can't miss us. We're in between the football stadium and uh, the Sadler Center. Uh, when I was a student here, that was literally a bike. Uh, bike rack and a patch of grass. And so when the college decided to put a standalone career center here, it was a statement to all the students that this is a central part of your experience here. And it is something that we want you to engage with as soon as you are getting here. In fact, I was just sharing with you uh, with some colleagues earlier that um, we've already had one incoming student have an appointment and and that's available to you once once you are in the tribe career system so um but that doesn't mean that you have to engage with us right away <laughs> we want you to engage as soon as you're ready to but um one of the main things to know about how to work with the career center is uh that we are the central career center for all undergraduate students um no matter your major, and even before you declare a major, because we actually work with you based on which industry you wanna pursue, not what you've chosen to study. Uh, so as you heard Renard mention, overseeing our industry advising teams, we have five different industry advising teams with business, creative, education and human service, uh, public service careers and STEM. And within each of those teams, we provide Blackboard resource sites, uh, community pages on our website, industry-specific newsletters, which 
If you've already taken a look at your tribe guide, that's what we want you to sign up for. You can sign up for as many of those as you want. Just know that means you'll be getting more emails from us, but you can also change those preferences whenever you want. Um, but those newsletters go out semi-regularly, uh, some of them once a week, some of them every other week, some of them once a month. It really depends on the activity level of the industry as to how often you get the messaging. But that way you can really focus in on just the information that you want to know and not have to pay attention to the information that's not relevant to your career interests. Um, so that you know when employers are going to be on campus or alumni are going to be talking through Zoom in a session that's relevant to what you want to do. And everyone from Disney to the CIA and anything you can imagine in between is involved at some point or another through this programming um, that is easier to pay attention to if you're opting into those industry-specific newsletters. Um, there's also another newsletter that you'll get as a freshman, uh, we have Jumpstart that goes out to all first and second year students. And that's once a month showing you how to use our office. So don't feel like you have to figure it all out from the beginning. We'll continuously uh, message you once a month throughout the year to help you know which resources you can take advantage of, what upcoming events are relevant to you as a new student. Um, but yeah, those are some of the main things. One, that we work with you based on your industry of interest. And, and two, that we work with you no matter your major across all majors for undergraduate students. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Kelly. That's extremely helpful information to hear and to have the reassurance that your office is similar to STEP with students from start to finish, right? Um, it's part of why we're such good partners from orientation and on, um, because we wanna make sure that students are experiencing the university in a way that feels successful to them within their own definition of what that success might look like. And for some of our students, success um, probably includes that keyword of internships, and that's a hot button topic right now across campus and across higher ed, and so much so um, that I know that we've already had some students and families asking questions about how does that work, what does that mean, and so I'm going to turn to Renard and say, tell us more. Yeah, happy to talk about um, internships and applied learning from William and Mary's perspective, and so. Um, I'd like to start just really framing this uh, this conversation by saying that if you haven't already looked at William & Mary's strategic plan, Vision 2026, I would encourage you and your families to just peruse that and to learn more about it. But I want to highlight the four cornerstones that are involved in Vision 2026, and those are data, democracy, careers, and water. And during our time, I'm just going to talk briefly about the career cornerstone because that's the most applicable um, to the Office of Career Development and Professional Engagement. And so the university um, goal is for the, every undergraduate, every qualified undergraduate student has a, a, a paid internship or applied learning experience during their undergraduate experience at the university. And so we are very keen on working with our students to make sure that they are positioned in a way that's gonna help them uh, with their career trajectory. And so we know students who engage in internships and applied learning, they're more likely to land a job once they graduate, or, or, or maybe that's they're more likely to land those experiences to prepare them and to propel them for graduate and professional school. 
And so specifically, um, the Office of Career Development and Professional Engagement has been working diligently behind the scenes to really uh, roll out our funding for unpaid and underfunded student experiences. And so if you've maybe had a sibling or a friend who's attended the university in the past, we used to refer to it as FUSE, and we still refer to it as FUSE, but we've changed the name just a little bit so that it's focused on funding for unpaid and underfunded student experiences. And so essentially what this means is that if a student is interested in engaging in an unpaid internship during their William & Mary experience, they can apply for funds to be able to do so. And so the funds are based on an application and budget model. And so a couple of things to think about there is that a student has to be a returning student to William & Mary. And so you wouldn't be able to say, I want to use these dollars my senior year and um, I haven't used any of my $5,000 before and now I want to apply for those. Unfortunately, that wouldn't work. But, you know, as a freshman, sophomore, or junior, and uh, someone who's returning to the university, you could definitely apply for those funds. And so just a couple of things to think about in terms of the prerequisites or qualifications. And so the internship has to be unpaid. And a student can't necessarily say like, oh, I'm very interested in, you know, participating in this and it doesn't pay. So I want to apply for these funds to make up for lost wages. And so essentially what that means is you can't say like, I want to apply for the funds so that I can pay myself back for not getting paid over the summer or whenever that experience may happen. However, you may say that I'm very interested in this internship experience and I need, you know, some assistance with transportation or with housing, or, you know, maybe I need some assistance with food or the technology to be able to successfully complete my internship or apply learning experience. And that's when you can actually apply for the FUSE funding. And so, as I mentioned, there are some prerequisites. And so a student must have secured an unpaid or unfunded internship at the time of the application. The internship experience or applied learning experience must be a minimum of 160 hours at one organization over a four-week period time frame. And so those are some considerations when you're thinking about that. And so I would say some of the bigger things, you know, you want to consider when you're applying for FUSE funding is to make sure that you have the documentation that the, the um the application requires and to be uh, diligent in making sure you get those documents turned in before the deadline. So try not to wait until the last minute um, to get those um, submitted because so there are some um, some documents that you need to be able to articulate your experience and your need. And so our staff are available to help and to assist with that application. If you have questions, uh, we won't necessarily tell you how to answer the questions, but we'll definitely tell you what materials you need, um, how you may go about getting those uh, materials from either your internship site host or whatever um, other materials may need. But those are some things to think about, but we're really excited about that. We know that um, our students are very interested in participating in internships and applied learning. And I've mentioned applied learning throughout our time together. So I want to talk about what that means. And so for us, we consider applied learning any other experience outside of an internship, whether it's athletics, whether it's undergraduate research, um, whether it's a volunteer experience. Uh, but those are some experiences that we consider applied learning. But you can think of it in a way in the sense of it's going to help you bridge that um, education that you've gained and the, the knowledge and the pedagogy that you've gained in the classroom to be able to bridge it to the world of work. And so that's what we consider applied learning. So I'm basically applying what I've learned in the world of uh, class and being able to apply that 
student experience that I've gained um, outside of the classroom to be able to then talk about my experiences when it, whether I'm interviewing for a job or an internship, a full-time role, or graduate and professional in school. And so um, I'm hopeful that, you know, students will be able to take advantage of FUSE funding and also thinking about how they can really prepare themselves for gainful employment or um, successful graduate and professional school once they're ready to leave William & Mary. Thanks, Renard. I think it's, uh, as, as the resident academic affairs person <laughs> in this conversation, I think it's really cool the way that this is really a, um, you know, a, a cross-campus initiative to try to help students uh, find these opportunities, um, uh, relate them back to what they're learning in the classroom, if applicable, and, and building some, some research off of, off of these experiences. I think it's, um, um, I think it's just an amazing opportunity for our students, and I'm, and I'm so glad that us as an institution have decided this is something we really want to support students in doing. Yes, I agree, Shelly, and we're very excited about it and an exciting report to share as well as students who apply for funding for the summer of 23, all of those students who had need, those needs were met with FUSE, and so we're very excited about that as well, and so as students are coming in, you know, mm -hmm. and thinking about um, the experiences they have, be sure to, you know, check out FUSE funding and other opportunities that we have as well. We have other travel funds for career center related trips. And so if a student is attending a trek or a trip that's sponsored by the office, a student can apply for that if they have need. Um, and I will say that that need does have to be demonstrated, but we're happy to share um, how a student can uh, go through that process as well. Yeah, no, I, I just think it's, um, Great work, you guys, <laughs> to summarize. Um, we always like to end our episodes by asking folks for advice. What advice do you have for incoming students and families? It is a very, you know, that summer before a fall start is very chaotic, lots of things happening um, and, and kind of floating around for students and families. So what advice do you have as they're getting ready for, uh, getting ready to join our community? I would say that, you know, exploration is a process. It's not something that in one appointment, someone can come in and say, I want to decide what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And we're not ever talking about what you're going to retire as when you come in for an appointment in the career center. Um, we're talking about what's next. We're always just helping you figure out what's next. And that's something that I think we, we've hinted at here that that I definitely want to make sure is clear is that we're, we're a resource beyond graduation. Uh, we continue to be a resource for our alumni as well. And that's, that's unique as an institution to provide that resource. Um, and so it is a process that um, the more engaged you are and the earlier you're engaged in the exploration process of decision-making, the more control you have of what your options are. Um, one of the most recent graduating class years, uh, well, actually several of the last few graduating class years, on average have been hired by five to 600 different organizations. And that's for each class year, um, all over the world. You know, we have alumni who graduate and go immediately to DC or New York, but also to California or Texas or France or Italy. And it's something that, you know, your options are truly limited by your own imagination. And the only way that you can have those options and control of those options is by engaging in the process. And so my advice is to um, engage with our office 
at any level as soon as you're ready, the earlier the better. I would echo what Kelly said and be sure to engage when our, in, uh, with our office when you're ready. And, you know, I think back to my undergraduate experience and how I didn't necessarily know what career services was and when I should engage within the office. And I was hired um, as a career educator early in my college career. And I remember accepting the role, not even sure what I would be doing. Um, but I later learned throughout that experience that the career center is there to help. Um, and even for someone who may not necessarily know exactly what they want to do um, when they come to the university, we're here to work with you throughout that process. Um, and, and also knowing that your plans may change. And so if you come in to the university thinking, I, I want to do this specific career and this specific major, and you later find that that's not maybe a passion or interest of yours, feel free to come to the Career Center. We're happy to work with you throughout that process. Happy to have those conversations with you so that you can think, um, you know, what it is that may be a best fit for you. We have um, endless uh, resources for you as well. And so I want to mention, you know, we have a photo uh, headshot booth. And so if you need a professional headshot for LinkedIn, social media, whatever it may be, feel free to come use that. That is free for students and alumni. Uh, we have a space where you can come and study, where you can interview with recruiters. And so um, use our spaces here for you. And if you ever have questions, don't be afraid to drop into the office and interact with our staff or our student staff. We're more than happy to assist you throughout your time at William & Mary. And before we close out, if there's time, I'd like to shamelessly plug just a couple of um, events or programs that are relevant to new students. Um, early on in the semester, in the fall semester, uh, we have our uh, fall semester career and internship fair as well as uh, just before that, we have the uh, on-campus student employment fair. So that's something to be aware of, but for the career and internship fair every semester, we host a VIP pass that is open to only freshmen and sophomores. And it's a behind the scenes tour where you get a guided tour to a couple of employers after getting a practice session with a couple of our student career advisors. And so that's something to be on the lookout for. So you get to see what a career fair looks like before you actually need to go to one. Um, and then we also have Suit Up. Every semester, we, we offer an event collaborating with JCPenney for uh, discount, severely discounted. <laughs> it's very nicely discounted. Uh, professional clothing at JCPenney. We do provide a bus for um, students who do not have a car for that event, and that's uh, set for the Sunday before that career fair, uh, but we offer it every semester. And then also we have, the last one I'll mention is the MACE program, which stands for My Active Career Exploration. And this is a six week cumulative workshop series for first and second year students and transfers uh, who are interested in having a structured process for exploring options. Uh, where they take a different self-assessment each week, and then we show you how to use that assessment results, uh, those assessment results for research uh, with some supplemental research tools. And every student comes out of that program having made a three-semester plan where you can narrow down to the options that you want to explore and what you're going to do with them next. So I just wanted to plug those as some upcoming things, but know that you don't have to do any or all of those the first semester, but they are available to you your first semester. 
Yeah, thank you all so much for spending time with me and Lauren today to talk about the amazing work that you all do are doing. Um, Kelly knows I have a soft spot for the Career Center as that's where my GA was when I was in grad school. Um, and I have a very, very soft spot for the space because um, I was there when the Career Center was in the basement of Blow. Um, and their new space is wonderful and gorgeous and smells amazing. Um, so definitely encourage students to, to check it out as soon as they get to campus um, and obviously get to work with, the, with our wonderful colleagues in the Career Center. So. Thank you all so much for spending time with us today um, and uh, and sharing your wisdom with our incoming students. Thank you for having us. Yep. And thank you for having us.